we, along with all the other Southern Baptist churches this month or well, April, are giving to the Annie Armstrong Easter offering. And that was as good of an explanation as you can get of what it does, where, where the money goes, what it's for, who it reaches. And uh, I want us to stand this morning. I want us to pray for missionaries. You know, they don't, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people, not just Annie Armstrong is North American, North American missionaries. There's a lot of people that feel forgotten. There's a lot of people that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard work. It's really hard work. I've known lots of missionaries uh, over the years and their stories. You've heard their stories. You've uh, spent time with them. You've probably had them here in the church or or know them, and, and they need, they covet your prayers. They covet your prayers on their birthdays and on their anniversaries, and, and just when they're out there, they're doing, they're doing the hard work. They're on the very front lines of doing uh, ministry and doing missions and reaching people with the gospel, reaching people, building relationships. Out there on the, in the foyer is a, is a prayer guide that leads us through the entire week. I'd encourage you as you walk out to grab one of those prayer guides that guides you through a, a different missionary every single day uh, to be praying alongside. But I want us this morning to just pause and, and pray for those men and women. And you say, well, I don't know them. Here's the deal. We'll see them one day. We'll see them one day. And you don't realize what your prayers are doing. You don't realize how powerful they are that there are people right now that they're wanting to quit. There's people right now going and, and they're asking, Lord, give us help because we're going to have conversations. We're going to meet somebody. And you never know. It could be in a coffee shop. It could be in a park. It could be who knows where conversations at this very moment are taking place. And we're getting to join alongside of them in prayer. Let's pray. Father God, we don't know who we're praying for. But God, we know that they're brothers and that they're sisters and that they're families of just like us in this room. Lord, there are men and women who answered the call that you had placed in their lives to go and completely surrender their lives for you. And Lord, somewhere around this, this country right now, Lord, there's, there's conversations being had. Lord, there, uh, there's gospel conversations. And, and Lord, we pray that your spirit would move and that, God, you would draw them to yourself, Lord, that you would convict them and, and, God, that people would be saved. Many, many, many would be saved today, Lord. Many are being saved today, Lord. That's our prayer. We pray that in Jesus' name. God, we pray for those uh, missionaries who are struggling, those that are just down. Lord, many are sick. Uh, many have financial burdens. They have family issues they have life happening to them just like everybody else lord and we pray for god we pray for those that are having birthdays today and anniversaries lord those that um, have lost loved ones this week god, there's thousands across our country and lord we praise you for them we thank you for their heart we thank you for their willingness to serve you god we thank you for God, the, the freedom that we have, Lord, to assemble together here in this place to pray, to pray for brothers and sisters, to pray for soldiers, Lord, who are out there serving you on the front lines. Lord, bless them. Answer their prayers. Hear them, Lord. Please, in Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Thank y'all so much. Y'all continue to pray. Pray for them. Have a um, just just and you don't even have to know who they are. Just say, Lord, I pray for the missionaries. I pray for the men and women on the front lines. I pray for their families. I pray for those that, you know, they most of them, they either grew up in church or they were in churches just like this and the Holy Spirit moved on them and they said, hey, God is calling me into missions. God is calling me to reach people. And they were just like us in here today. Responsibility is real. Um, that could go so many different ways. I thought about it. You know, we, we come in here this morning we pray for missionaries. We pray for those men and women. Think about the think think back. Go back in your your journey. Go back in your journey to when you became a Christian. Where were you? Where were you? And who was it that shared with you? Could have been a Sunday school teacher, a vacation Bible school teacher, a revival. Could have been a um, where were you when you got saved? Who was talking? Who's doing the talking? Who shared with you? Who poured into you. You remember that conversation? You remember that interaction? You remember all of that? That's the process of what we've heard we share with others. What we've been told we share with others. I'll never forget. I mean, I tell my story. I've told my story. Ms. Twyla Smith. You may see this. Ms. Twyla Smith, uh, pastor's wife at the church I was at. We were at. I was a young boy. And... She shared the gospel very clearly, led me to the Lord, or, or just in the process, she was that human being, and I'll, I'll never forget her. I've, this, is, this is kind of a silly side note, but she was, she's also the person there in Luverne for the longest time that you paid your speeding tickets to. <laughs> she was. And I walked in one, one day, it was a snowy day. And it wasn't a snowy day that I walked in, but it was a snowy day. I was headed to work, and I, I, I couldn't see out the back window, and my side windows was all snowed up. I mean, snowy day, so there wasn't many in South Alabama. But it was a snowy day. I rolled right through the, the stop sign. I sped right through the rolling stop sign with no blinker. He gave me two of potentially three tickets. He gave me two of them. I took them, and I walked in there, and Mr. Wallace said, she's like, I can talk to the judge. We can probably get I'm like, no, I need this. I need this ticket. So I paid her. And y'all are sitting there thinking, this is going somewhere. It's really going absolutely nowhere other than I got two speeding tickets and she made me pay those two speeding tickets. That's crazy. Um, who are you pouring into right now? Who are you pouring into right now? Who is that person you're mentoring? Who is that person you're equipping? I mean, go with me over to uh, Joshua, Joshua 1. I wish I had a baton. I'm not going to use a flute. I'll use a bottle. I'll use a bottle of water. Moses is dead. 
Joshua has watched Moses for years now. Joshua has watched Moses lead this hard-headed bunch of people for a very long time. It's been somebody else's responsibility. It's been somebody else doing the work. It's been somebody else making the decision. It's been someone else up there talking to God. And it comes to a point to where Moses is dead. Scripture says in Joshua chapter 1, verse 1, Now it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua. Let me ask you, who are you pouring into? Who are you witnessing to? Who are you sharing with? Who are you equipping? Who are you bringing along on this Christian journey? Moses is dead. The one who'd, who'd, who'd always done all the talking, that's always gone up the mountain. It's, it's Moses that's running up the mountain. It's Moses that's coming down glowing. It's Moses who is running down when the, when, the, when the children of Israel are doing something ridiculous. And it's Moses who's dropping on his face before God and, and pleading that God would relent and not go destroy them and start over. It's Moses doing all the work, but Moses is dead. And the baton is being passed. Somebody, if you're a Christian, if you're a Christian, somebody passed you a baton. They passed you a baton. Which begs the question, what are you doing with it? Who are you equipping? Who are you pouring into? Who are you walking with as you are growing in your relationship with the Lord, as you are becoming into and being made into the man, woman, boy or girl, young man, young woman, and God is ripping out all the things that does not please Him, and He is replacing it with those things that honor and make much of Christ. Moses is dead. Oh, isn't it interesting how the manna came every day? Isn't it interesting how you couldn't just run around and and get like a truckload of manna so you wouldn't have to go pick up any more tomorrow. Isn't it amazing how every single day, as you read the story, they had to go out and get, except, the, except you know, the weekend, because they didn't have to work on Sabbath. They got twice as much on Saturday so that they would, wouldn't have to work on Sunday. But then Monday, guess where they're? They're right back out getting it again. 
depending on God again. I can't, I can't live on yesterday's manna. I can't live on all of this that I've got stored. I've got to go get it brand new, afresh, brand new today. This morning, I've got to wake up. If I'm going to eat, I've got to go get food today. I can't live on yesterday's manna. Church, we can't live on yesterday's leaders. We can't live on yesterday's mountaintops. We can't live on yesterday's because there's, there, there is today. There is right now. There is. We just stood up and we just prayed for gospel conversations that are happening right now. Moses is dead. And here stands Joshua with all of these people that Moses has always led. Now it's Joshua's time to lead. It's our time to lead. I know I preached a sermon a while, like sometime back. It's our time. And it's really, it's really our, it's really your responsibility. Let's do this. I've never done this before, but God just said do this. All right, I want you, this has got to pass around the whole service in the next 20 minutes. Just start passing down the line. Hey, no, no, start over. God says do it this way. You look to him and you say it's your time. All right, and you're going to turn to her, him, and there. There it is. It's, I'll get over that, Rob's, in 20 minutes. I don't hear you. I don't hear you. You've got to say it, Josh. What are you supposed to say, Josh? That's it. We want to hear you. We want to hear that voice. We want to hear that little voice all the way around. Who are you witnessing to? Who are, you, who are you pouring into? Who are you? It's coming. Don't, don't look over there at that. It's coming. You're going to have your time. Don't get distracted because everybody, oh, that's so silly. Oh, that's so cute. Let's see how they do it. They're going to do it the same way you're going to do it when he gets over here. It's your time. I'm going to ask a dumb question. How's that bottle going to get to Rob? Who's going to pass it? Who's going to pass it? Everybody's going to pass it. Everybody in this room is going to touch that bottle, and everybody in this room is going to pass that bottle for that bottle to get across the room. Everybody and every person in this room will have said what to every other person in this room? Now it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' servant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, cross this Jordan, you 
and all this people to the land which I am given to them, to the sons of Israel. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you just as I spoke to Moses. From the wilderness of this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and as far as the great sea toward the setting of the sun will be your territory. Look at verse 5. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Hey, just as, just as I was, have been with Moses... Just as he has been with the one before you, I'm going to be with you also. Just like I did all those miracles and I performed all those great things, just as as faithful as I was then, I am going to be that faithful now. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I've been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Look at verse 6. Be strong and courageous. This isn't a strong and courageous sermon. Here's the deal. Strong and courageous has become a, a, a wristband. Strong and courageous has become a catchphrase. Strong and courageous has become a, a, a movie, a, 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 a activist. We want to be strong and courageous. But biblically, biblically, Joshua was commanded to be strong and courageous because he had a responsibility. He's to be strong and courageous because he's got to lead all these people. He's got to take these people that are not in the promised land into the promised land. And he's got to take all these people who are stiff-necked, and, and, and hard-headed and all of that. And he's got to take them and move them forward. And all the belly aching and all the complaining and all the yay-yaying. All that. Hey, you got to be strong and courageous because you got to lead. you got to be strong and courageous because you've got a responsibility now. That you've got to help these people inherit the land that your feet will trod on. You've got to take these people to a new place. And Moses is dead. And hey you, you've got to do it. Be strong and courageous for you shall give this people possession of the land. Which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from uh, from the right or, or to the left so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go? Guys, every single one of us in this room can take those words and apply them perfectly to our lives. 
We can't live in the shadow of yesterday. We cannot live in the, in the past and how great they were in the past and how awesome the leaders were then and how great a teacher he was and how awesome a mentor he was and how great of a person he was. Moses is dead. It's our time now. And the responsibility is really, really real right now for you and me right now. Who are you pouring into? You who have so much Bible knowledge. Where's a bulletin? I saw something and this, this almost took me into right field today. That cover. That cover almost took me into right field today. Did y'all write that in there? Did she write that in there? Was it that come with the picture? Everybody look at that. I started to tell Ty, but Ty's, have y'all seen Ty running around today? He'd been running around like a chicken with his head cut off. And the last thing I wanted to do was say, hey, take a picture of this and stick it on the thing. So y'all just look at that. You see this, I want to I I correct that. The church is not for everyone. Only Christians belong to the church. You're, okay, let me, let me help you here. Everybody's like, hey, come to church, come to church, come to church, come to church, come to, to church, come to, come to church. We want to invite you to church. We got church, come to church, come to church, come to this building, come, come to church, come. We got a, we got a choir. Hear this, come to church, this, this building with these horns and this stuff and these lights and all of that. Biblically, this is a building. The church is the body of Christ. Only. Only, period. No exception. You cannot water it down. You are in a building with the church. The body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. Okay? We are the body of Christ. We are the church. Church for everyone. It's my time. It's almost over. It's almost over. The church, a church for everyone. Think about that. Just open the doors. Come on in to our social club. Come on in. We have fun. Come on in. We'll, we got food. Come on in. We'll, we got a gym. Come on in. We'll take care of your kids. Come on in and we'll, we'll entertain you. Come on in and we'll give you. That's not biblical. Biblically, you're lost. And when you're saved, when, you're, when the Spirit of God finds you and brings you from death to life. He brings you from a rebel and makes you a part of His family, the church. Only Christians 
Only Christians are the church. We assemble in buildings. Christians assemble in buildings. Beautiful buildings. Blessed beyond measure buildings. Getting them into the building ain't enough. We can throw cars on the building, we can throw movies on the screen, we can throw eggs on the ground, and we can, we can draw a crowd. But at some point, those humans have got to hear the gospel. And the gospel is what transforms people's lives. Moses is dead, and God's saying, hey Joshua, it's your time now. I need you to be strong and courageous. Don't turn to the left, don't turn to the right, keep me the center of your life. Keep me the center of everything. You've got to be strong and courageous, have I not told you? You've got to be strong, and you've got to move forward. You've got to take all these people into that promised land. If you're a Christian, you're in the church. If you're not a Christian, you're just in a building. If you're not a Christian, you're just in a building this morning. Singing songs and touched water. Jesus is Lord. That's what that's that's the unifying that is the unifying we we come from different backgrounds we have different thoughts we have different likes we have different last names we have different looks we have all that but Jesus is our lord that is our that unifies us that is our one unifying hope that is steadfast and true There's a lost and dying world out there, y'all. Yeah, there's a lot of people coming to this building. but We got room for more, but they're not going to come into this building. Yeah, we'll invite them. Have you noticed what comes? Last, last week, or a couple weeks ago, we, we, we celebrate a lot of people have joined, but... Guys, how many, follow me, how many lost people that did not know Jesus, that did not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, have come here, besides our kids, besides some of our youth? Not talking, moving around, going from place to place growth. We're talking about... There's a lost and dying world out there. I told the guys this morning, I said, put, put the responsibility is real and make real all caps. It's real. This movie we're going to watch, what, next Saturday night? 
There's some of you in this room that ain't no more even going to think about that. You ain't going to, I mean, you, you won't come. You ain't going to bring nobody. It's not a more evangelistic movies that I've ever seen. They may not listen to me because I've been here a year and a half, and by now, in the ears of many of you, if it's not entertaining or you've not heard it before, it's wah, 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 wah. Wah, 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 He's got five minutes. I went to church. There's a lost and dying world out there. And who are you mentoring? Moses is dead. Yesterday is manna. Yesterday's victory. Yesterday. No, today. Right now. Every man in the room, stand up. Every man in the room, stand up. Guys, the responsibility for you is real. The responsibility for you is real and it's your time. You have no excuse. Have no excuse. None of us do. It's our turn. It's our time. Guys, let's pray for the men in the room. Let's pray for the men. Reach up to one, grab one, touch one if you got one close by. Father God, I pray for these men around this room. God, I thank you for them, and I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would give us opportunities, Lord. God, I pray that the question, who are we mentoring, who are we pouring into, who are we carrying along on this journey who are we taking to you I pray Lord that that weighs heavy on our hearts in Jesus' name Amen guys y'all sit down women y'all stand up all the women in the room all the women in the room Responsibility is yours. Those people we know that do not have Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, if they die, it doesn't matter how sweet they are. It does not matter how nice they are. A person that lie, dies without Christ enters a Christless eternity forever and ever and ever. And the responsibility is yours. We have no excuse. You have no excuse. No excuse. Let's pray. Pray for them. Let's pray for them. Father God, we pray for these ladies. God, transform this church. Bless these women, Lord. Give them wisdom. Give them insight. Give them boldness. Give them a servant's heart.
Give them health. Give them strength. God, put people, put conversations, put people in our path. God, use us. Transform us for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all have a seat. We're not going to sing. Young people, if you didn't stand up right then, all the young people, everybody 19 and under, stand up. Stand up, you're a kid. Y'all look around. Listen, guys, y'all look at me, every single one of you, guys and gals, y'all look at me. I've been around you most long enough that I've seen y'all a pretty good group of kids. Y'all are. I ain't heard much trash out of you. I haven't had to, I haven't had to hear the horror stories really out of none of y'all. It's your time now. You hear me? It's your time now. The danger is, the danger is we wait. We wait, we wait, we wait. The context here is Moses is dead. And it's time for Joshua to take over. Guys, it's time for you. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. It's your time now. Do not be ashamed of the gospel. It doesn't matter how much money you have, how powerful you are, how influential you are. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters on this earth is what are you doing for Jesus. Period. It's your time now. You have no excuse. You hear me? I told the men this, I told the women this, and now I'm telling the sons and daughters this. The responsibility is real. Let's pray for them. Father God, we pray for our young people. Put a hedge of protection around them, Lord. Please protect them, God. Raise up godly men right here. Raise up godly women right here. Lord, if whatever's going on behind the scenes, just convict them and protect them and use them, God, in a powerful, powerful way. Give them boldness. Give them, let them be strong and courageous for you and your kingdom, for you and your glory, for you and your great namesake. God, do that, please. And we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank y'all. Moses is dead. And somebody had to lead this thing. Every single person in this room that is a believer has been commissioned has been equipped, has been given the promise, the Spirit of God indwells you as a believer. Walk in power. Walk in His truth. Don't turn from the left to the right. 
Don't, don't listen. If you're doing things that do not does not honor God right now, stop. If you're doing things that's not honoring Christ right now, stop. Okay. Let's pray. Father God, we pray for this day. God, we pray for this army. We pray for these men. We pray for these women. We pray for these sons and these daughters. God, we walk in your power. God, we walk in your strength. We, we pray your spirit go ahead of us. Guide our conversations. Guide our, our Lord, our, our heart. Guide our thoughts, Lord. God, put, put people in our path, blow our minds. God, don't let us just, it's easy to be sweet little Americans. It's easy to be sweet little people. It's easy to just go through the motions. God, don't let us. Because the responsibility is real. God, we love you. We thank you, Jesus. For dying on the cross for us. We thank you for not staying dead, but being victorious over death, hell, the grave. You are our master. You are our Lord. You're our Savior, our Redeemer. You are our God, our great God. We love you. We praise you. You are worthy. Bless each home that's represented. Bless every person here. And we're going to give you praise in Christ's name. Amen.